Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to a special series of Autocar Podcasts celebrating BMW M's 50th anniversary. I'm Bryn Lucas. When you are putting your foot down, you do think I am in a purely set-up racing car. When you look at that car, uh, even today, it would draw a crowd. It's just the best engine noise I think ever created, personally. It's a classic case, so it's just all dialed up to 11. Over the next few months, we'll be celebrating the people behind BMW M, its iconic racing heritage, our favourite BMW M moments, and the new breed of cars that will power the brand's all-electric future. One constant through the past five decades, though, has been you, the fans. We invited BMW M's most passionate owners to a special M-fest at Caffeine and Machine and asked them to explain what makes BMW M so magical. Driving for me is a real pleasure. It's one of the few times I get to relax. It's time on my own, busy family life, um, busy job. Um, very often I'll be up early, half four in the morning, five o'clock out on the roads with, with friends and their cars. Um, and I do, you just get two or three hours of real, well, for me, peace. That's Matt Parting, who owns a very rare Z3M Coupe. The Z is actually a really interesting car to drive. It feels very much like a Roman chariot. You are so far back, you're sitting in between those rear haunches. Um, and you've got this big straight six out the front. The way it goes down a road, there's just a flow to a BMW. And I'd say this was all the way back to, it doesn't have to be an M car. BMWs have a distinct DNA in the way they flow down a road. And for me, it's a really satisfying feeling. There's nothing else quite like the Z3M in BMW's range. But for many, it's the E46 M3 of the early 2000s that is the absolute epitome of that distinctive BMW M DNA. My name is Roland Scott and I drive an E46 M3. I just like everything about it. I like the way it looks, I like the way it drives, I like the way it sounds. Well, from the moment you turn the key on with the dials, it, you know, the start-up procedure, you've got the lights for the engine warming up. Um, yeah, it's, it's, just, a, it's just, a, just a special experience. The gearbox is kind of brutal, and the engine, the roar, the scream of the 8,000 RPM, the intake noise, 
you know it's just it's just of an era that you just don't find in that kind of noise in a car anymore it's just, it's certainly unique and it's yeah it just brings a smile to your face every time i think it's just peak m car for me it's a car i've always wanted since i was a little boy my name's connor and i drive a e46 bmw m3 even though it's a 2005 car it's, it's getting on for 20 year old now but if you would show someone doesn't know anything about cars and say what year is that car made, take the number plates off, they'd probably say it's from last year. It's a, it's a very timeless design. That was the first thing that drew it to me. There's not been one time I've been driving that car and I haven't got a smile on my face. It's, it's so amazing to drive. There's just the, the balance and the, and the handling wise of the car. I mean, it's got 50-50 weight distribution. And although it has got a, a sort of Jekyll and Hyde sort of personality, it can be a comfortable cruiser or a family car. And then when you plant your plant your foot you can you can hang on to the back of cars that you shouldn't be able to hang on to the back of um it's 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 absolutely amazing i'm so glad that i ended up having a poster of it on my bedroom wall when i was 12 and i now drive one it's best feeling in the world and for every m enthusiast there's a similar story of passion for their car my name's uh, john greensmith and i have come in a 2001 bmw e39 m5 with that particular car it's one which i'd always wanted i like the look of them um, from when i was a kid i used to you know other other kids had comics i had car magazines and then when it came so so you know bmw and m and so on was was one of those things which the journalists always sort of fawned over so i knew it was something a bit special and when i found that particular car it was kind of that cheesy, corny, whatever, it's that kind of love at first sight thing. There's something with all the senses which are engaged. You feel it, um, you, you hear it. It flatters me as a driver. It flatters any driver. It makes you look good. I love that it's a family car, but a bit of a monster on those days when you want it to be. I'm Anthony Mason. I drive a 2011 BMW 1M. So for me, just the way it handles, the way it feels, and the feeling it gives you, you are Re like you're really in it, the way that you drive it, the way that you feel everything. You can tell when, when the back's going to jiggle, when the front's going to lean out. You, you're encapsulated with it. But as long as you're focused on it, it's so good. And it's such a surprising car for people because it's little. I mean, the 1M looks chunky and people don't expect it to do what it does. And what it does is very, very good. Along with the wealth of different BMW M models comes a range of different engines with very different characters, from the thrum of a straight six to the roar of a five litre V10. The engine, I'd say, is the biggest thing for me. I, I love the way an engine feels. Um, I've been really lucky to own, I think, some of the great BMW engines. Uh, the straight six that's in the Z, uh, the V10. Um, you know, there's a real character to the way they build their power. For me, that's what an engine should do. It should rev through, building its power as it goes. Sound is important. Um, the way an engine builds its noise, it goes back to just knowing where you are with the machine. Like, you don't need to think about where you are because you can hear where you are. Um, I had the V10 M5 Touring and uh, I would go seeking tunnels and yeah. there is no better sound. Because um, you can replicate Monte Carlo F1 Formula 1 cars in a family estate. I'd always wanted uh, an, an E39 M5. I mean, yes, it's, it's cliche to say, you know, it's a big V8 and it's got a manual gearbox and not much interference, but it's true. It's got traction control and ABS and that's about it. 
um, so it lets you get on with it. To be honest, it's kind of subtle, and that's what I like about it. You know, it's a it's a relatively lazy engine to get going, but once you start rising through the revs, it will just keep taking it. Um, it kind of eggs you on, and it's it's daring me to go a little bit further. Um, but I don't have to, to still have good fun. But for many BMW M fans, there's no beating the iconic straight six under the bonnet of Roland's E46 M3. It's all about the engine for me, the straight six. The S54 in mine is regarded as one of the best engines ever made. It won engine of the year for four years in a row. And it's with the carbon airbox in it as well. It just absolutely sings. It's like, yeah, seven, 8,000 RPM. It's just the best engine noise I think ever created personally, but it's uh, obviously I'm slightly biased. But when I picked it up, the, the car with my mate and uh, we drove it home, I was, I was like, the hairs on the back of my neck were standing up and I was like, that's just an incredible sound. It's like, yeah, I've yeah. never, I'd never heard anything like it before. And whilst each M engine has its own signature, there's always something that's distinctively BMW. Some of them sound like Formula One cars. Some of them sound more baritone and bassy. They just sound strong, like really strong. You, you put a load of load on even mine with a standard exhaust and it just has a lovely baritone through the revs and you can really like hear it sing all the way through. It's interesting that Anthony draws a comparison with the sound of Formula One. Since BMW M was born in 1972, its DNA has always been grounded in the idea that racing makes the breed better. As E39 M5 owner Owen Gibby points out, that genuine trackbred heritage gives BMW M a crucial advantage over its rivals. I think it's vital because I think, let's for example say it didn't have that heritage, I think it would be BMW trying to achieve something that wouldn't, isn't genuine. Um, it would be a false heritage that they're trying to create, where with the M badge now and the three stripes, I think it has that backing, that foundation, it's built off something real, um, it's built off something that's credible and genuine and it's something they've achieved, rather than a badge and it's almost an advertising gimmick. Um, I think it's that genuine heritage that's been built up through experience. Owen has a particular passion for the German DTM touring cars of the 1990s. It's more the, um, the radical DTM cars that have always caught my eye just because they're a little bit more on steroids, as it were. Because it's pure race performance, it's the car as if it's been purposely designed to race on the track and not a road car that's been converted into a race car. So as if they've made the race car purely for the racetrack and the byproduct is the M4 rather than the other way around. For John, it was watching the BTCC cars of the 1990s that coloured his passion for BMW M. British Touring Car Championships, 90s, heyday of the championship as far as I am concerned. When the 3 Series BMWs were out there um, battling against, you know, Cleland and um, Menu and so on um, in Lagunas and Cavaliers. Um, there was just something glorious about seeing and hearing those cars screaming around. Um, so yeah, that when I think of, of BMW and motorsport, I mean, I, I, I still think back to those. I suppose they were the, the formative years for me. Whilst Connor and M2 competition owner David Mollison have a fondness for the iconic saloon that started BMW M's story. Whenever I think of BMW Motorsport, you always go back to the three litre CSL, the Batmobile from the 60s and 70s. And because it's thanks to that car 
in, in particular that we owe a lot of the, the M cars and the family of cars that it created in its wake. You know, when you look at that car, uh, even today, it would it would draw a crowd. Um, it, it, you know, all the all the wings and the flares, but it, it just looked right. It just really, really looked like nothing else. Everything these days has got a lot bigger, um, a lot more powerful, and a lot bigger. And I, and I think sometimes it's quite nice just to look at where you've you've come from and look at the history of of, of BMW and the motorsport more generally, really. But for some, nothing can beat BMW M's race-bred mid-engine supercar from the 1980s. Well, everyone would like an M1, wouldn't they, just to look at, if nothing else. Uh, I, I think it's, the M1 is the dream car because it's, it, it's everything that, that M is about. It's, it's got heritage. Um, it's got, you know, it's, it's a thoroughbred, um, built for the racetrack. Um, but, you know, just look at it. It's gorgeous. Um, it's exclusive. It's, uh, it was ahead of its time, really, at the time that it was launched. Um, yet, if you stuck one of those in the middle of a car park amongst car geeks and amongst others who say that they hate cars, they would still gravitate towards it because it's just a thing of beauty um, and it just oozes specialness. Um, so, uh, so that, I think, is, is, is why it's sort of the pinnacle. I think it's that race-bred technology that, that actually helps to give it that Jekyll and Hyde experience. And they know what they're doing, they know how to set a car up. I mean, the, the motorsport side of BM does so much for helping the, the development of the technologies in the cars. And when, you, when you're in the car, you do feel like it has been set up properly by a racing technician because, like I say, it, it can do the, the daily driving stuff, but then when you are pushing on, when you are putting your foot down, you do think, I am in a purely set-up racing car. There aren't many cars that are able to be a normal everyday car and yet something that can blow your mind. But BMW M have always managed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. To do it, and I think that's what makes all the M cars amazing. Owning a BMW M is about so much more than just the driving, though. It's about a personal connection. I was coming out of school one day, and I remember just hearing this exhaust note, and I thought, I've, I've never heard something like that before. So, being a young school kid, run up to the end of the road as quick as I could, and all I managed to catch on the back of the car was M3. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I know what it was now. It was, a, it was an E30 BMW M3 in Alpine white. So, I ran home as quickly as I could, and I sort of jumped straight on the computer, and the first car that popped up actually was an E46 M3. And I've had a poster of the E46 on my bedroom wall since I was that age. And two years ago, I ended up buying one. 
Whether being glimpsed on the street, hanging as posters on bedroom walls, or featuring in the pages of motoring magazines, BMW's range-topping M models have been igniting a passion for decades. Neville DeMello has owned his E30 M3 for over 21 years. It was um, just going through car magazines, fast car, max power, performance BMW magazines. It was all, before I started driving, I used to collect them, flip through them and, you know, just fell in love with the BMW sort of brand at the time. Um, my first BMW was in 320 E30 at, at the age of 19 um, and then I used to track them. Um, and then that's when my true love was for the Empower when seeing the E30 M3s on the track. It was the best, best feeling ever. Best, um, you know, driving, driving around the track and then seeing an E30 M3 sort of overtake you, undertake you. And, and, and then that's when the, sort of the bug for me was to, you know, get one of my own. It's the connection with the car, the feeling, the, the way they perform as an everyday car for me. Um, yeah, just amazing machines. For Z3M Coupe owner Matt, it's a generational thing. My dad probably is to blame for most of, most of this. Straight sixes were probably where it all started, that engine, the smoothness of a straight six, and having that drummed into me from quite an early age that that was how a car should feel. So he had a whole bunch of Sierras, and then he came home in a white E30 320. So we're talking 129 horsepower. This is not a quick car, but it was a BMW and it was a straight six. And he just told me from that moment, I can, I can still clearly remember, he just, this is a smooth engine. He loved the way it revved. Uh, and from then on, his company cars were always BMWs. Um, I remember coming home from a school trip and he'd, uh, he'd just taken delivery of an E34 520i and I didn't know in Avis Blue and he, he just walked towards it clicked the button I'm like no way is that is that our car um, and so BMWs were always a really big part of our life so when it comes to getting a first car mates were looking at Peugeot 106s Saxos all that kind of stuff and I knew for me it would be a the, the the cheapest straight six that I could get myself into at the time so which was it was an E30 uh, 320i actually in Arctic Silver yeah it was beautiful Matt's passion for the beloved Z3M Coupe that he owns today started when he first saw the car on the cover of a particular magazine at the age of 14. I started reading Autocar at definitely too young an age, like it's a bit, you know, definitely what would you consider a nerd. Um, so I was well aware of M cars and that being the pinnacle. The M moment was, <laughs> was this moment. I've actually brought it with me today. It is the Autocar from 1st of July 1998. And uh, you can see on the front cover there, um, there was this weird car had come out of Munich and no one knew what it was. Clearly the, 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 the writers didn't have a clue. They put it up against a, a, a rival to try and work out what is this thing? And I just thought one day that is mine. I've kept that magazine. I've read it many times. Almost 20 years later, I was able to fulfill that dream. Matt's not the only BMW M owner with a unique connection to autocar. Owen Gibby's E39 M5 was a press car that had a starring role in one of our definitive performance road tests. I only found out about it at the time I went to buy it. On the spec list is a, a, an option code, it's 901. And the 901 code is for press preparation. It's only, say, a year or so afterwards uh, that I was sent a link to an online buyer's guide from a website that I saw my car being driven sideways uh, by an autocar journalist. I thought, ah. Right, it's certainly it's done its dues. It seems to add to the story rather than detract from the car. I've found the magazine. Uh, I have a copy at home. Um, 
The car is 20 years old exactly this Saturday, uh, and it's nice to look back at the issue to see when it's probably two months old. Um, and she's aged quite well, I feel. For many BMW M owners, their car isn't just their pride and joy reserved for sunny days and special occasions. It's their daily drive, part of family life. I've had it for a little over a decade. Um, and in that time, it's been everything. It's done the holidays, it's done the school run, it's been a bit of fun as well. Um, drove my daughter back from the hospital in it when we'd had her. Um, so it's, it's entrenched in family life. Um, and it's just as happy doing the school runs and uh, run to the shops and so on as it is for giving a bit of entertainment on those days you want it. It's not just transport, as you say. So when I look back through all those points in my life, there's a BMW somewhere parked around, yeah. you know, when we picked up. Like our first kid, it was into the shoved it in the back of a BMW touring. You know, when when we got married, we left in a 635 CSI. Whilst some BMW owners have had their cars for years or even decades, others took a little longer to find their dream model. For Roland, it was well worth the wait. I've had quite a few BMWs over the years, but never an M car. It's always been waiting for that kind of one kind of M car to come along. And my friend owns three or four of them. Um, he knew I was looking for one. It's a car I've always wanted since I was a teenager. And uh, basically it came up and found the money, bought it, and you know, the, the dream has uh, arrived, as it were. He's still a relatively new member of the BMW M community, but he's already enjoying his car being the focus of attention. I haven't owned it for that long, so just about a year, because it's my first M car. It's a whole new experience to getting the attention and getting enthusiasts and that coming up to it. And it's a whole different level with an M car. It's... Uh, I've got an E36 convertible at the minute, which gets a lot of attention, but having an M car, I think everybody knows the M, when you've got an M car, it's the badge, it's the prestige. And while the breadth, depth and variety of BMW M models over the last 50 years has fueled the growth of a diverse, passionate community, there's plenty they have in common. So there's not a single M car that I don't like, um, but I love talking to the, to the community and, and all, the, all the M car owners that you tend to find, they're... None of them tend to want to modify the cars or slam it to the ground or put, put roll cages and stuff in there. They're all, they're all enthusiasts about the cars that they buy and just want to enhance what the car already is. Um, so you get people that are, are more into having like loads of power. So you tend to find them in stuff like M5s or you, or you find people that like the precision and the handling and, and prefer a chassis over, over a power, which tend to be in stuff like the, the M3s or even the little Z cars. There is a community of us out there. Most M cars, there are just hints to their potential. But enthusiasts and fellow drivers, you, you, you can spot them. You know what it is that's encouraged that person to go out and buy that car um, rather than just a cooking version. Um, and it's that sort of community. You know, you get nods as you're driving around and a bit of, particularly as the cars age and they're, if they're in good nick, you, you sort of appreciate the agony that the owner's gone through to keep it that way. Um, that sort of camaraderie, community, no, that's what's brought me here. As we head into BMW M's next 50 years, the brand is facing one of the most intriguing challenges in its long and storied history, going electric. Fortunately, their DNA has always been driven more by an attitude than an engine type, and fans think there are plenty of other elements to the driving experience where BMW can maintain an M advantage over its rivals. What used to differentiate cars was how their engines were built, how they were, you know, is it a straight six, is it a V6, is it a V8, is it a V12? They all sound so different, they all have such different character, you know, they're going to have to find a way to enhance all those other feelings, because there are other feelings that are quite key, you know, 
the front end bite on an M car is fantastic. The steering, maybe that's something they can think about. They're going to have to have found a way to make me feel it in my body, the way it steers, the way it flows down a road, the contact point steering, um, even the accelerator. How do you make the accelerator interesting on an electric car? Because I'm so used to feeling that with my ears and with the vibrations that come with a big engine. So yeah, really interested to see how they've, how they've gone about that. I think the stuff that BMW M gets right, that it's you can't just sort of make up, you can't craft it from nothing. There's heritage, there's uh, a motor, motorsport pedigree. Um, you know that um, the vehicles have been designed by people who are passionate about what they're doing. It's not just something that's put to market to sell, um, it's put to market when it's right um, and when it's going to give people that thrill. Um, and it's nice knowing that there are people within M who are looking to do that um, and make sure that you know whichever direction our motoring future is and it you know looks like we're all going electric it's nice to know that there will be people who will still be trying to implant those those sort of essential characteristics that make an M car into the into future models we gave BMW M owners Roland and Matt the chance to experience the all electric BMW i4 M50 Okay, so driving an electric car for the first time, driving a BMW electric car for the first time. It's very quiet and smooth. Litmus test is, does it feel like a BMW? First reaction is, actually to be fair, it does feel like it a feels a lot like a BMW. The seats feel like a BMW, the steering wheel feels like a BMW. Driving position feels very much like a BMW. Handle pretty well. It does. Yeah. It feels super smooth. All right, I'll admit. Initial impressions Ini yeah, are, right. are better than you thought. For many BMW drivers, it's that quintessential M feel the thrilling acceleration, that intuitive handling, and confidence inspiring grip, all honed over 50 years that will define the next generation of BMW M cars. When you're sitting in a BMW, everything's where it should be. It doesn't really matter which model you get into. There is a DNA that's, that's kind of present where the, hand, you know, the gear stick is, the steering wheel, driving position is always excellent. Uh, and those are all real crucial for mm. just enjoying flowing down a road. There's a sensation going down the road you're not going to find in other vehicles. Mm. It's a classic case of it's just all dialed up to 11. You know, if, if anyone can come up with um, cars for the future, that still hint at the past and give us all something to, to, to in, continue to enjoy to drive just as we have the end models of, of past eras, then it's going to be BMW. Thanks for listening. Join us next time when we go behind the scenes at BMW M's HQ in Germany to meet some of the designers and engineers who have shaped BMW M's style and driving character over the last 50 years. This podcast was produced by Autocar in association with BMW. BMW.